everybody, this is Mike Van Meter and welcome to Recovery is Possible. And this episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. So reach out today at RetreatBehavioralHealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. And folks, I really, really uh, want to talk to you about an important subject today, and that is uh, recovery is work. Uh, Recovery is work. Now, all of you that are in recovery certainly know that, but, um, you know, I work in a treatment center right now, and um, what I do in that treatment center is I work in the detox unit, and the thing about uh, patients that come in that have relapsed multiple, multiple times is they will say, hey, I have done this program, this 12-step program, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And what I say to them is, oh, it works, but you have to work it. And I've heard that quite a bit lately from patients, and I just wanted to address that and want to point out a few things and, and hopefully kind of change your thinking a bit, This uh, you know change this paradigm about the idea of recovery programs and, and the notion that programs don't work. Now, the fact is, I've been in recovery for quite some time, and I work a 12-step program, and it works if you work it. Now, let me kind of break this down here a little bit. Um, When I get patients that will come into the detox center, and many of them, and I'm just going to use AA here, for example. Again, if you use other programs, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just giving you uh, an example of something that comes up in discussions with patients all the time. Let's say that you are, are working, say, the AA program, and you tell me that you've worked it and you've done the steps and, and it doesn't work. And then what I then do is I turn to the patients and I start asking them questions about, you know, what, what was their favorite step? And, oh, I don't remember. Uh, what's your favorite? Favorite chapter in the big book? Um, I don't know. Um, uh, have you read the big book? Um, yeah, I, th- I think I have. Uh, how many meetings do you go to? Well, I, I did, but I don't like them. And what's your sponsor's name? Well, I don't know my sponsor's name, you know, because they don't have one. So the bottom line is they're not working the program. Okay, not working it. You can't just go to meetings and get sober. You can't just own a big book and get sober. You have to do the things that are in the big book in order to get sober. And if you do those things and take them to heart, then you're going to have success. Okay, but at the end of the day, what recovery is about is not putting drink or drugs into our body. That is really what it's about. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about all the books that have been written, all of the treatment centers, all of the um, treatment that is done, all of the, the lectures and the meetings that we go to, it comes down to one simple thing, and that is you don't put a drink or drug in your body. And if you do, then you're not working step one anymore. Uh, that's all we're doing, not putting a drink or a drug into our body. And then when you don't do that, then your body, your brain, will heal, the neural pathways will heal, and you will have success. And the uh, more that your body and your brain heals, 
the, the easier it's going to become as long as you maintain that program. Now, an important caveat to that is, is that we continue to work the program. And, it, and as I often tell patients, I tell them this, the graduation day in AA is when you die. That's your graduation day because otherwise you will be uh, subject to going through the cycle again. And the weird thing about addiction is it gets worse over a period of time. It never gets better, meaning that if you get sober at a certain point and you have a period of sobriety, then you relapse. You will relapse at the rate that you would have been, not where you were. You will relapse at the rate uh, that you would, would have been had you been drinking all along. That's why it's very important to never forget that we don't graduate from a recovery program. We work it constantly. We, we put it into remission. We, we're never recovered, meaning past tense. We're never recovered. We are in recovery. It's an ongoing process, and you have to continue to work this program so we don't go back out because uh, then it will just be horrific. And if you're using the synthetic drugs, opiates, things like that, that um, progression rate is much faster, and when you relapse, it is much worse than, than it is even with alcohol, to be honest with you. And so we have to remember that it does not go away and that we have to work the program. Now, uh, I heard a podcast a couple of weeks ago that really struck me. And, it, and the ideas that were in this podcast really struck me. And, and this gentleman that was being interviewed, he's a nutritionist and he works with athletes, high-end athletes, like Olympic athletes, professional athletes, things like that. And the subject of diet came up. And the interview asked him... Um, a question, and he said, is it not true that 95% of the people that start a diet fail? And uh, so that was a question, and I thought his answer to this was kind of interesting, and I it made me think of recovery programs and, and our subject here today. He said, you know, um, you're looking at this all wrong. He says, your question to me was, is it not true that 95% of all diet programs fail. He said, that's not really how that you should look at this. He said, if 95% fail, you could also say that 5% of them are successful. And he said, the problem with this question that you're asking me and what we do in society is we focus on those that do not have success rather than those that do have success. And I thought, that's a very, very interesting concept. And when you look at recovery rates, it is also true that 90 plus percent people, when you look at long-term recovery, is defined as five years or above. Um, it's, it's a very small number that get into very, very long-term recovery, but people do, right? They do. We all know those people that are in long-term recovery. I'm Frankly, I'm in that category right now. But in my case, it was uh, after many years of not having any success whatsoever in relapse after relapse. But now I have over a decade of sobriety. So the question is, so what happened? What's different? What's different between then and all of the relapses and now? having over five years, or over a decade, rather, of sobriety, but being over five years, which is the medical definition of long-term recovery. What's the difference? The difference is I worked a program. And the point that this guy was making in the podcast that I was listening to on the diet is, he said, you're focused on those that are not having success. I'm focused on those that are having success. 
And my recommendation to all of you out there that are struggling with recovery is focus on the people that are having success. Do what they do. And what you find when you're around recovery for a while is that those that continue to relapse and have problems tend to do certain things. And they all tend to do those certain things. On the flip side of that, those that tend to have success also do the same things. So you want to do those things. And one of the traits of people that have addiction issues is the fact that they just won't accept that that's the way that it is. If you want to have success, you do the things that the people that have success do. Okay? And you have to smash this notion that you're ever going to be able to successfully drink or drug again. That's out. That's off the table, right? It's almost like if I'm if I'm laying out shirts that I'm going to wear today, do I want to wear the red shirt, the white shirt, the black shirt, the gray shirt? You have multiple options. Well, in recovery, we don't have multiple options. The option is don't drink or drug. So that's off the table. Since that's off the table, I have to look at what are their options I have. If I have a bad day or things aren't going right, I have to look at the, the things that I can do. The one thing that I can't do is drink or drug because we know that it will take me back to where I was and brought me here in the first place, okay? But the things that these people do in common or have in common, the people that have success, is they work a program of recovery, whatever that may be, whether it's a 12-step program, AANA, a religious-based program, Celebrate Recovery, Dharma, Refuge Recovery, uh, whether it, it's something that has nothing to do with any of that smart recovery, you know, whatever you want to do, do it, but do it. It is not enough for you to come to me and say, hey, I don't like AA, I don't like NA. Okay, then what are you doing? Well, I just, I just don't want to do that. Okay, well, we, we've, <laughs> we, we know what you don't want to do. What do you want to do? And once you do that, or once you select that program, then work it. But you can't drink or drug <laughs> from there on out. Because after all, uh, the, the, when you look at the 12 steps, drugs and alcohol are only mentioned in the first step. They're never mentioned again after that. And what that tells you is that really at the base of all this, drinking or drugging isn't our problem. It is a problem. I mean, there's a physiological part to it and a genetic preloading and all of that. I got it. But what? But really, once you, you detox and you get this cleared out of your body, you're not battling the craving anymore. You're battling your mind. You're battling your mind. That part where in your mind that says, I can go back and drink and drug again, and it will be different this time. And if you're listening to my voice and you're struggling with this, you know it's never any different. It's never been any different, and it's not going to be any different. We just simply cannot drink or drug, okay? And do the things that people have success. So the people that have success, what do they do? They go to meetings. They read the literature. They're reading books about recovery. They're learning as much as they can. They're listening to podcasts like this, not just this podcast, but others, and they're learning. They're getting as much information as they can about the disease. That's why it's not uncommon for people that uh, are counselors that are also in recovery. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, it just is a natural progression. Your recovery is such a part of your life anyway. You might as well just go out and do it professionally. So that's what a lot of people do. But but the point is that they're working a program, and it is the basis of 
their their day, the structure of the day. They get up in the morning, uh, prayer, meditation, relaxation, reading, focusing. And what are you doing? You're, you're training your mind to focus on what your number one problem is. And your number one problem is your addiction. Think about it. If you have been through a treatment center, if you are going to AA meetings, if you are somebody that's struggling with drugs and alcohol, your number one priority every single day is to not use drugs and alcohol. So the people that have success understand that. They know that. They don't fight that. What they do is they work on it and they get up and they focus on drugs and alcohol as being their number one priority every single day. Now, along with that, in your day, you've already planned out the meeting that you're going to go to. You've planned out your service. Yeah, because that's a big part of it. Because in our addiction, we become hyper-focused on ourselves. It's all about me all the time. I want it now. In recovery, we do the exact opposite of that. And what we do is we become hyper-focused on other people, how we can be of service to them, how we can be of service to the community, how we can help others. Because when you do that, when you're focused on other people, their wellness, and their recovery, you're no longer in your own head focused on your problems and your strifes and your toils. Because I will tell you that at a meeting and you start working with other people, you will then realize that their struggle is just as real, if not more real, than the one that you're going through. And there's just something magical about when we are trying to help other people in their recovery that gets us to then not focus on the things that are in our head troubling us. It's a magical thing. The big book talks about that quite a bit. But it is reality, and I, I can tell you that. I can tell you after working in a detox center all day long, the last thing I want to do is drink at the end of the day you know, after seeing all of the death and the misery that I see. And that's another reason why we go to meetings is because, you know, you're, when you see, when you have been around for a while and you start seeing the new people coming in and the struggles that they're having and the, and the problems that drugs and alcohol are creating for them, it really makes you not want to drink or drug anymore. It just does. And um, we, so we focus on that. That's what they do. Now, on the flip side of that, people that continue to relapse, they also do the same things. They're always complaining. They're not going to meetings. They're not reading the big book or whatever literature or whatever program that you're in. They are uh, not calling people. They are not working with others. Uh, they uh, will constantly question the program. They will ch pick and choose the parts of the program that they like and they don't like, and which is interesting because they're picking and choosing a pro uh, and things that they've never done. And I've heard it often said in recovery circles, and that is, just give us a year. Just do this for a year, and don't question it for a year. And if your life has gotten worse, then by all means, go back and do it all again. As we say in AA, we will refund your misery 100%, and we won't even ask for a receipt. But I think what you're going to find is that your life will get much better. But the bottom line is that uh, they, they aren't doing the things that... The, the program asks them to do, suggests that they do, and they're constantly complaining. You see these people at meetings. Um, they will constantly talk about how much they drugged, how much they drank. Uh, my wife is nasty to me. My boss is a jerk. You know, this is going on, that's going on. And they're living in the destruction of their life. And they're not looking at the hope. They're not looking at the gratitude. They're not looking towards the future. And they're certainly not talking about what they're doing to make their life better. 
They're just focused on the, the, the bad sides. So people in recovery are focused on the future. They're focused on what they need to do. They're living where they are now, where their feet are now, not progressing and catastrophizing in the future. They're focused on what they need to do today. Okay, wherever you be, wherever your feet are, as they say, and focus on that, focus on what you can do right now. And that's what people who have success do. And it's work. So remember, recovery is work. So I know this information is going to be very helpful to all of you out there that are struggling right now. And take it, use it, put it in your heart. Talk about it, work with others. Isolation, uh, addiction is isolation, recovery is community. Addiction is isolation, recovery is community. So get out in the community, help others, and I guarantee you, you will get well. So that's our message for today, guys. And just remember that this episode of Recovery is Possible is brought to you by Retreat Behavioral Health, where there are endless possibilities for recovery. Retreat provides quality care at their leading mental health and substance use treatment centers, which are designed to offer patients truly personalized and comprehensive programs that are tailored to their needs. Retreat Substance Use and Mental Health Treatment Centers in Palm Beach County, Florida, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and New Haven, Connecticut do everything in their power to ensure that patients receive the highest quality treatment in a safe and comfortable setting. Reach out today at RetreatBehavioralHealth.com or call at 855-802-6600 for more information. And guys, I look forward to seeing you next time. This is Mike Van Meter. Recovery is possible. Get out there. Get sober. You can do it. Your life's going to get better, I promise. It can't not get better. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.